0: Welcome back to the Valley Hoops Insider podcast, part of the Valley Hoops Insider website. I'm Harry Schrader. Glad to be with you today. And man, we're really privileged. We've got a great guest for you today on the Valley Hoops Insider podcast. First, I just want to remind you about some of the folks we're trying to nudge you to go see. I want you to go to Don Brown Chevrolet here in St. Louis, uh, but not just the Don Brown Chevrolet. Great dealership, but you want to call Ben Yates, a terrific salesman there. Uh, he will take care of you. I'll tell you more about Ben later in the show. Also, the Wen Puede Project, part of Sheltering Wings uh, Missionary Organization. They take care of terminally ill and uh, special needs children in West Africa. And You can connect with them. Both those folks you can find on my website. And then finally, the Upside app, you can get cash back from all kinds of things, groceries, gas, food, different things. Uh, and you can use a special promo code, Harry7454, and uh, they'll connect you up, and it'll be great for you. All that out of the way, our uh, guest today is one of the top, if not the number one, newcomer in the Missouri Valley Conference from the University of Indiana, uh, University of Evansville in Indiana. Ben Humrickhouse joins us, and uh, good morning, Ben. Uh, appreciate you taking time with us. Are you getting inundated with these kinds of calls these days since you've had such a great year?
1: good morning thanks for having me on here um there's something that uh started to come more recently um just kind of getting used to them they're fun and i enjoy being on them so
0: i was uh on the missouri valley conference has a coach's teleconference call every week. And I'm on that call every week and I'm asking coaches all different questions. And I knew I was going to be meeting with you this week, but Pat Hickey, our friend from the Evansville courier there was asking them all kinds of questions about you. And I thought, man, Pat's doing my homework for me. I appreciated it. So when I see him next, I'll give him a big shout out. Uh, You guys are 15 and 11. That's three times the amount of wins the purple aces accrued last year. Coach Ragland has brought in new players. You being one of them, you're the leading scorer, 15 points a game, uh, over four rebounds, almost five rebounds a game. But you came from Huntington University, the NAIA. What number one? You tipped in high school there in Indiana, and you go to Huntington. Why Huntington in the first place?
1: Yeah, my so growing up, I was always a baseball kid, and I had played one summer of AAU basketball right before my senior year, and so my recruitment was actually one summer and uh, I hadn't played in front of many people and played at a prep hoop showcase and I was seen there by Huntington and so out of high school I only I had about three offers from three pretty good NAI schools and uh, after I'd taken some visits I really loved the people there and they were great it was a great fit and uh, it was a fairly easy choice out of high school to go to Huntington
0: for about five, six years, I announced basketball for Missouri Baptist University here in St. Louis and NAIA school. So I'm now currently mad at them for not recruiting you, but uh, we'll get over that part. Uh, and then you spent two years there. I guess it was two years there. I saw statistics for sophomore and junior year. What what was going on your freshman season?
1: Uh, I had spent three years there. Uh, Dak Stats was the one that covered the statistics for the NAIA. And then after my freshman year, they had quit. So I had played <laughs> all three years there. Um, and, I mean, I had a pretty, fun, I mean, pretty successful freshman year. Um, we had won a lot of games. I was coming into a, a program that kind of did a little bit of a flush with the new coaching staff and uh, a bunch
0: of new players. And, um, I mean, we, we really competed and won a lot of games. So, NAIA is no joke. People, when, they, when Coach Ragland signed you, uh, people might have said, oh, great, we're getting an NAIA guy. The NAIA is no joke. Tell us about that, that level of basketball.
1: Yeah, there there are competitive players and competitive teams all over the place. Um, I was blessed to play in the Crossroads League, which had a bunch of really great schools. That has, uh, I mean, I've played a lot of pros in my time there. Um, guys like Kyle Mangus, that's now with the Fort Wayne Mad Ants. Um, I've competed a bunch of, against a bunch of guys, and um, I was blessed to go to the national tournament two years in a row. And um, you just see a bunch of competition that doesn't get a, uh, much credit for just because we're NAI. So. I've played a lot of a lot of really good players just that just don't get the coverage. So
0: yeah, I went to that national tournament a time or two as as a broadcaster and I thought, yikes, this is good basketball. I was, you know, like everybody else, I was a bigot, you know, and then I realized the error of my ways. Uh so then you're there and you've completed three seasons at Huntington and and now it's uh people are starting to notice you and wanting to recruit you to the higher, higher level. Uh talk about that journey from Huntington to Evansville.
1: Yeah. Uh, at the end of my second year at um, Huntington, I had I had kind of known that I had the dream to play Division I basketball. Um, I knew that to do that, I would have to transfer. And with the, the academics and stuff like that, I decided that I would stick around one more year at Huntington and uh, finish my degree and move on to grad school at a, at a Division I institution. Um, the portal was crazy. It was, uh, I mean, if anybody knows anything about it, it was very stressful. Um, and right out of the portal, I had some good interest and I had a, a few schools at the division one level that, um, really recruited me, but, um, I had known Evansville through, um, my coaching staff, Corey Alford, and, and some of the coaches here had worked together. And then, uh, I had known coach Marcus Wilson and they recruited me really well. Coach Ragland was awesome through the process. Hmm. And, um, I came on my visit here at Evansville and I had met with some people, and uh especially some players that returned and it was just such a brotherhood of people that were returning and wanted to do something special that after my visit I knew it was a it was a pretty obvious thing that they had everything I wanted and that it was somewhere that I could thrive.
0: Marcus Wilson's a good friend of mine and the other day he was bragging to me about you and and who you are as a person as well as a player uh he's he's good people so if you're friends with him you know you're good people too I, I'm a big fan of Marcus Wilson's. Uh, You show up there and then Marcus ditches. You know, that had to be a little bit of a curveball, but he's doing awesome things. I just had him on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. Uh, So Coach Ragland puts together a whole new, not a whole new, but largely a whole new group of guys. uh, And you guys seem to mesh right from the get go. Talk about just connecting with that team and and the chemistry on the Purple Aces squad.
1: Yeah, we have um, a good amount of new guys, but the transition was fairly seamless for most of us. Um, we had a group of five guys that stuck around, and once once it was time to make that switch, there were they were they were so open to getting to know the new guys early. Uh, we hadn't even come in for the summer yet, and we were we were friends in group chats, over text, over Snapchat, and stuff like that. and the the guys that stuck around made such an effort to become friends with us before we were ever teammates. And so coming in, we had a, we, we already were comfortable with the people we were with. And so when it came to the summer and starting to work hard, we had we had something behind us beyond basketball. So this the transition was actually super seamless and very easy. When I mean, we've kind of had our own struggles, but that's common in a team um, that wants to compete um, every day. And so, I mean, it was a fairly easy process.
0: Coach Ragland uh, is just in his second year there as a head coach. Talk about him. What are the qualities about him that you appreciate and you've uh, you know grown to appreciate? Obviously, you've just been there a short time.
1: Yeah, Coach Ragland has been awesome since the day I met him. Uh, one of the things that he doesn't get much credit for is, is uh, I mean, this is beyond basketball, but just when, if you were to talk to Coach Ragland, you can understand that you have his full attention. Hmm. Um, he's one of those people that is a great listener. He's a, um, and and with, what comes with that is he instills a bunch of confidence in his players. Um, he really values the relationship with those players. And, and it makes wanting to play well for a coach like that much easier. It makes the the community much better. Um, when I mean, when you step out on the floor, it's it's no longer you, but it's it. He's instilled this team identity mm-hmm. in us. Um, that's one of those things. He just believes in his players so much. Um, and I mean, I say instills that relationship before it ever becomes basketball, and it and it makes life so much easier.
0: I know you have an NBA dream, and you got injured and had to miss some games, and that had to be frustrating. And uh, and the team struggled while you were out. Uh, you're back now; they've got an amazing record when you're in the lineup. Uh, that's got to feel good that you you really have add value to the squad.
1: Yeah, I think I think it's it's good to know sometimes uh, just the value that you can add to a team. But I have to give our guys a bunch of credit. While I was out, um, we struggled for some games, but our team grew so much through that time we started to truly understand our identity as a team and um, at our core principles. And while they were out, we really, I mean, we, we lost some games, but we came together through those times. And so when I had come back, the transition was, was easy to come back. And, uh, and I mean, it just kind of skyrocketed us a little bit. So yeah, it's, I mean, it really is frustrating to be out, but our team grew a bunch through that time.
0: We're going to talk more with Ben Hummerkhaus in just a minute. I want to tell you about our friend, uh, uh Ben Yates at the local Chevrolet dealership are you in the market for a new car you know I was and so I went to Don Brown Chevrolet here in St. Louis uh, they're known for being at the entrance to the hill that part of South St. Louis and they're on King's Highway there and I went to Don Brown Chevrolet and salesman Ben Yates took care of me I had so many questions I don't buy new cars and I don't I try to run away from buying new cars but Ben Yates at Don Brown Chevrolet I kind of held my hand, walked me through the whole process. There was none of that manipulation, back and forth stuff. And uh, I'm just such a big fan of his now. And Ben Yates at Don Brown Chevrolet. I got a new car that I needed. I didn't know I needed a new car. My wife kept telling me I did. And so I finally uh, broke down and started shopping. And I went to a couple of different places, talked to a lot of different folks. But Ben Yates at Don Brown Chevrolet helped me out. And so my brand new car, uh, I drove it here today. It's awesome. I'm in love with it. And, uh, if you need a new car, you ought to head over to Don Brown Chevrolet and get a hold of my friend, Ben Yates. Let's bring, speaking of Ben, let's bring Ben Hummerichaus back in, uh, Ben, you guys are, uh, I mentioned at 15 wins, you're just knocking on the door of a 20 win season. I mean, it's gotta be exciting times. The fans are in- enthused. Uh, there's good things going on in Evansville, Indiana.
1: Absolutely. Um, I mean, when you talk about the fans, this is this is a fan base that's extremely um, dedicated to the to the to the program here, and it's been fun to see them continue to trickle back in as we win. I mean, we have a a good core base of people that are going to support the Evansville Aces no matter what, and uh, it's it's been fun to have them um, around and have them thrilled and uh, and loud, really.
0: I feel bad for you guys. Back to back buzzer beating losses. How, what's the What's the mood of the team? Is that like just crushing when it happens back to back like that?
1: Yeah, I mean, those are those are frustrating. But I tell everybody that's part of basketball. That's uh, part of why you play. Um, I mean, I've been on the other side of some of those, and and maybe it's my turn to to have that. To I mean, twice it's it's really frustrating. But what you got to understand about this team is that um, I mean, we showed up to practice yesterday hungry and ready to go again. Mm. Um, you learn you learn over film that there are so many. Um, small errors that make a big, make the game of basketball so much bigger. And, uh, so, I mean, we showed up yesterday, hungry, ready to learn, um, that, I mean, ultimately could have made a three point difference. So it's, it's, it's hard, but it's the game of basketball.
0: The so one the other night, uh, almost a half court, heave banked in. I mean, like that's, come on, not really, you know, that that's frustrating yeah. Uh, you guys have had a terrific season and I want to ask you a little bit about some personal things and then, and then ask you to tell me a little bit about your teammates. Um, I told you, I was talking to Marcus the other day. I think when you guys played, it might've been Drake and you were sitting out, but there were a lot of NBA scouts there that were both looking at DeVries, but they wanted to kind of watch who's this House guy when he's not in the lineup, when he's injured. Are you aware that the NBA folks are starting to pay attention?
1: Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not oblivious to it. I've had some uh, interests that I've kind of known about just from people that uh, know me from home. Um, most of what I'm going to say about the NBA stuff is that, my, I mean, I got to be where my feet are. Um, if I can continue every day to grow and be the most successful about where I am right now, it's only going to help my chances for the future. Um, that stuff is super exciting. Uh, if you would have known me four years ago, I was a kid that was just struggling to try to make a find a, a college offer to play basketball. And, uh, and really, uh, my growth has just come from every day being where my feet are. And at that time, it was being the best NAI player I could be. Now it's let's be the best Division One player and, uh, and just be the best I could be for my team. I mean, it's really fun. But uh, right now where I am is, is my biggest focus.
0: You you have another year of eligibility, I believe. And and if that's true, uh, obviously a professional opportunity could come along. But uh, And you're working on your master's degree. What are you working on in terms of your graduate degree?
1: Yeah. So I'm in the master's program, science of leadership here at Evansville. My, I graduated from Huntington with an undergraduate degree in mathematics. Mm-hmm. Um, so the mathematics and the science of leadership, fit seamless. Uh, but um, I mean, that's, I mean, education, if you learn anything about me, I love to learn, um, whether it's through school. I love to read. Um, and so that's I mean, that's something that's extremely important to me.
0: Super fun to watch how you guys play and the improvement there for it, for the university of Evansville, Uh 15 double digit games out of the 18 you've been able to play or 19, 15 out of 18, something like that. Super consistent. Talk about just your mindset. You talked about being where your feet are. You go into the game and, and you're not looking to be the leading scorer. You're just trying to contribute and do what you can. I mean, talk just a bit, a little bit about your mindset.
1: Yeah. Uh This summer, Uh, was a big summer for me in order in in terms of confidence and my ability to ability to score the basketball. Um, I mean, I got to give my teammates a bunch of credit for trusting me. I mean, I'm the new kid coming in. And I think that early on, I had kind of proved some of my abilities. And when it, when it comes to stepping on the floor, I understand that my role is that I got to put the ball in the hoop sometimes. And, uh, and so stepping on the floor, it's, it's all about making the best play. And sometimes the best play is just shooting the ball. And, uh, and so I mean, really, every possession, it's let's be aggressive and just make the right play. And I've, I've had enough plays fall a little bit. And so um, it's resulted in scoring. So,
0: Eighth in the league in field goal percentage, first in the league in three-point percentage. Uh, obviously, shooting the ball is a good choice quite often for you <laughs> and for the Purple Aces. I want to ask you about a couple of your teammates, or actually a handful of them. I want to just get your... Perception. Maybe it's like pop quiz. Maybe it's one word answers. I don't know. I don't care how we do this. Uh, but talk to me about Yasin and uh, to me and, and and just what kind of guy he is. We can see him on the floor. What kind of guy is he?
1: He's awesome. Uh, Yasin is one of my housemates. I guess I live with Yasin, and he's awesome. He's a high motor dude. That uh, when he goes out there, he plays. He's going to give you maximum effort. Um, he's somebody that if I had to give him a word, it would be growth. Somebody mm-hmm. that over time, has continued to work on his craft and has increased his skill. And, uh, I mean, just somebody that's extremely fun to play
0: with. Uh, Gage Bob is one of the – both of those two – his first two are holdovers. You talked about the guys that stuck around. Bob is a guy that walked on, earned a scholarship, became a starter. I mean, he is what I think college basketball is all about. But talk about Gage.
1: Gage's ultimate leader. Um, One of those guys that early on in the season hadn't – Hadn't made as much of an impact as he has of recent. Uh, Coach Ragland talks a bunch about his professionalism and his ability um, to just be present in every moment, and even when he's not on the floor, he's a great teammate, um, leading the guys on the bench. And then now he's he's been starting some games, and uh, he's been awesome. He's a great communicator on the floor, um, is always always ready to knock down shots, and uh, ultimate leader, kind of a glue guy for us.
0: I'm a I'm a Gage Bob fan. Talk about Kenny Strawbridge a little bit.
1: Kenny's, Kenny's been one of my uh, favorites in my transition over here. When it comes to uh, instilling confidence in me, um, he's a hard-nosed guy that makes some really, really tough plays seem effortless. Um, he's a big, he's a big defensive anchor for us, um, and he has much of a scoring ability that goes unnoticed some games. Uh, just, just one of those guys that um, ultimately plays so incredibly hard, and, and I mean, another great leader for us.
0: So those are three holdovers. Some of the new guys, and I want to talk to you about uh, Antonio Thomas. He was, of course, in the Valley. Then he went, if you might say it this way, down a level. And now he's back again. He's made the transition back to Division One. Talk about Antonio.
1: Antonio, uh, uh, he's also another one of my housemates. So we have a uh, a good relationship there, just kind of being some of the new guys trying to figure out our role coming in. Um, he's a steady, a steady force for us. Um, he's been one of those guys when it comes to – um, understand, like breaking down film together or understanding the game together. He's been one of my anchors in, in something like that. Um, he's been great in his transition uh, over here to Evansville. Um, between the both of us, it's just been a great relationship. Somebody on the floor that um, when the ball's in his hands, it's just it's steady. And, uh, and it really can calm all of us.
0: I think the guy that has been growing in the last two or three weeks – uh, just from my observations, is Tanner Cuff. I think I missed on him in the preseason. People talked about him and I, and I didn't pay any attention. I think he's a stud. Talk about Tanner Cuff.
1: Yeah, Tanner's awesome. Um, Tanner coming in was one of those guys that I really connected with off the court um, first. Him and I just, um, whether it was in Bible studies or something like that, he's been one of those people on the court you give him the ball and you just know plays are going to happen. Um, his his ability to play in the mid and low post at, at a guard position is incredible. Um, I mean, just just somebody that you give the ball and you know something's going to happen. Um, very fun to play with. He's got great vision um, out of the mid post when, when it's passing and, and ultimately making plays.
0: And then Chuck Bailey might be the guy with maybe the – you know, just great potential. I mean, he was highly regarded in the state of Michigan and he has had a terrific freshman year. Talk about him.
1: Yeah. Love Chuck Bailey. Uh, one of those people, ultimate aggressor. Um, I think some people overlook his defensive ability. Um, when, when Chuck comes into the game, he can, um, check up full court and really make some plays happen. Um, high motor guy when he gets into the game and, and we just talk about sometimes when we have spurts where maybe we struggle to score, maybe struggle to make things happen. Chuck is the ultimate playmaker when he comes in. Um, somebody that's continuing to grow. Um, you if you watch our games. There's mistakes that might have happened in the first uh, third of the season. And he's come in and corrected some of those and then has, has become a more high efficient scorer.
0: I love the makeup of this team. And it will continue to grow as the season goes along. Um you transferred not just to the Division One level, but to the Missouri Valley Conference. Just your impressions of the league and and uh, you know what you've observed through the you know first two thirds maybe of the conference season.
1: Yeah, incredibly tough league. Um, speaking more when it comes to physicality. Uh, I mean, every night you're going to play a, a teams that are going to go out there and be physical. Um, I mean, I, I was blessed playing the Crossroads League that was that was fairly stacked from top to bottom at the NAI level. But every night you're going to I mean, there are no guaranteed wins in this league. Um, Going to play teams on the road or at home, you're getting their best their best effort every time. Um, I mean, we've played some incredibly talented and skilled teams and we've played um, some teams that are just just tough, physical that you got to grind it out. Um, Yeah. Very impressed with the Valley. Very fun league to play in um, and definitely very tough league to play in.
0: And you might not have played in every one of the arenas yet in our schedule that's playing out, but what what has been your favorite valley place to go play? Uh,
1: Bradley's was very fun, very fun atmosphere. Um, definitely a tough place to to play and win at. Um, I think uh, Missouri State was a fun one. I mean, that was one of the ones that I had played in. The atmosphere was was pretty fun. Um, the people there were rowdy, um, and then. Uh, I mean, there's some of those gyms that are more historic than mm-hmm. just, I mean, Indiana state's one of the ones that I think of historic and as they continue to grow, the people are continuing to get into it. And uh, I mean, they had that sellout crowd against Bradley, which, I mean, obviously I'm not there, but I know that the, the people were, were rocking for that one. Um, yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of fun atm- atmospheres uh, in the Valley and yeah. And my parents had come to one of the games and, and like, they just talk about like, it's just fun. Like, when you get to the atmospheres and um, I mean, we're not a professional league, but these are, these are high level gyms that are fun to play in.
0: And then eventually you get to come visit me in St. Louis at Arch Madness. We're looking forward to having the aces there. Uh, You said something about Bible study quick. What's the latest thing in the Bible study going on?
1: Uh, We're going to this gospel center lifestyle. A bunch of it is just, how can, how can I as an athlete continue to live out my faith? Um, If, I mean, as people get to know me, they're going to understand that my faith is incredibly important to me. And um, sometimes I don't ever get to drop a sermon on people, but I can (laughs) I can plant seeds every day about um, how I'm going to live and um, choose my words and my actions um, often on the court. And so just trying to live for Jesus and and show that um, his example through everything I do.
0: Good for you. Letting the light shine, man. I appreciate that. That's exciting stuff. Uh, Just a handful of games left in the conference season and then Arch Madness. Uh, Has the team set goals like, okay, we've got this many left. We want to win this many. We want to achieve this thing. Are there those kinds of conversations or is it, oh, no, it's just next game? Like, what's the balance there for you guys?
1: Yeah, uh, so much so much of the way we are is just uh, process driven. Um, every day we're going to we're going to wake up and, and decide what we're, I mean, who we're going to be every day. Um, I mean, for right now, today, I got the day off and it's how can I be the best at just having the day off? And uh, <laughs> when it comes to recovery and uh, and continual film um, sessions and stuff like that. And so, I mean, next up, we got Illinois State at Illinois State and we're going to start looking at personnel tomorrow. And, uh, and so so much of it is we're game by game. Um, we've done some things that we knew were going to happen that just shocked a lot of people for this season. And uh, so, I mean, we're not looking too far down the road in terms of goals, but just winning the next game.
0: You're going to like Redbird Arena. They call it something else now. It's sponsored by somebody, but you're going to like that place too. It's it's a great arena. Appreciate your time today. Wish you all the best of luck, uh, whether you move to some professional league next year or come back next year. We look forward to, to paying attention to what you are going to accomplish in your life.
1: Thank you, sir. Thank you for having me on here today.
0: That's Ben Hummerhouse. He is the star wing guard forward, whatever position you want to call him for the university of Evansville. Uh, he's a dynamic player y'all and you should pay attention. Thanks for being a part of the podcast today. We want to remind you since you've been there, make it a better place. We'll see you again real soon.